Welcome back, nerds, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And today we're talking about our flag means death. Yes. I was this close <laughs> to fucking that up. This close. <laughs> That's okay. I've said it very wrong very many times. <laughs> I, I was also thinking of that other, there's another pirate show, I think also on HBO, though, uh, Black Flags or something. Yeah, uh, definitely not a comedy. No. Um, also, couldn't get into it, but I said, like, this flag means death, <laughs> the flag means death, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. When you're, when the title of a thing is a sentence, sometimes you mess up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that just brings to mind all of, uh, every single, uh, Fall Out Boy song, just, they're all... <laughs> They should make a TV show based off of every long-winded Fall Out Boy uh, title. The, t- the TV show is just called The Fall, and each episode is a title from one of Fall Out Boy's <laughs> songs. That would be pretty good, actually. I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. Uh, it would be like uh, like that uh, Beatles music movie that people did. What was it called? Oh, Lord. Universe something? You're struggling. <laughs> Across the universe? Yeah, that's the one. Except Fall Out Boy. It used to be my favorite movie. It still is uh, in the top, like, the, the top movies that I would like to watch when I just want to, like, feel good and think about my past good memories and whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Our flag means death. <laughs> yes. Uh, and HBO... Right? Yep, it's a Hobo yes. Max original. HBO Max original uh, pirate drama comedy. It's damn good. Yes, the first season is currently all out on HBO, and you should go watch. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, Shrek. No, different guy. Did you? <laughs> Did you think Michael Myers was in this? Uh, Mike Myers? Sorry, not Michael Myers. <laughs> With his knife. Uh, no, Reese Darby is his name. Right, right. He plays Steed Bonnet, the main character, the gentleman pirate who decides he wants to leave his very rich, posh life to become a pirate. Mm-hmm. But then realizes, hmm, I want to be a pirate, but I don't want to do any of the grungy things a pirate does. I have silks and a full library and also a fireplace. <laughs> on my wooden boat next to <laughs> next to all of my you know paperback books uh it's perfect it's great i love it um also tayaka waititi i think i said that right he is also in it mm-hmm. um and, black beard ah what a star <laughs> what a star um other notable names um there's christian i think christian nairn he's um from game of thrones um, don't judge me. I didn't really watch Game of Thrones, okay? But he's the big guy. Holdor. Yeah. He is also very big in our flag means death. I almost got it wrong that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, very big as in like a character or just also is a very large man still? He, he still is a very large man and also just doesn't talk very much. <laughs> you know, he's still that like big gruff guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Should we get down to it? Get down to the, uh, uh, talking about the show? I would love to. 
so, like you said, the, the basic plot, as you mentioned already, goes out to sea, things go awry, he realizes, maybe I'm not cut out for this life. Mm-hmm. Also, there will be spoilers, obviously. Oh, yeah, starting now. <laughs> starting now, there'll be spoilers. <laughs> because once he's out at sea and realizes everything's kind of boned, he happens to come across, in one shape, one way, shape, or form, Blackbeard. Yes. And this is where the show really starts. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Blackbeard is so good. Taika Waititi does such a good job at being Blackbeard. And the version of Blackbeard that he is, and though just the version of pirates that this show has, <laughs> is just <laughs> spectacular and wonderful. And I love it. And I understand that this... Um, group of pirates are the underdogs. Now, they're kind of <laughs> weird, and they're, you know, a ragtag gaggle of guys, but uh, they're just so perfect. Honestly, it seems very accurate to me. <laughs> <laughs> it seems exactly <laughs> like what pirates were. Yeah, I see, like, don't get me wrong. I know there are some pirates who are like military men who eventually were like, ah, I want more money, and went off to be pirates and whatever. But I also feel like there's another section of pirates that's just like, a bunch of nobodies from the village who were like, ah, I'm going to die here. Let's go out to sea instead <laughs> and barely know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so that's who we get. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I were to be a pirate, it's exactly where I would find myself. <laughs> uh, agreed. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, one they do happen upon Blackbeard. Uh, Blackbeard is, unlike the rest of them, an accomplished, actually competent, very strange pirate. Well, yeah, he's Blackbeard. Everybody is terrified of him. They see his flag and they're like, whoa, no, 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 no. I'm out of here. It's Blackbeard. He doesn't even, he even says himself, it's not the same because he doesn't even have to be on the ship mm-hmm. for people to be like, oh, that's Blackbeard's ship. We gotta haul it. We gotta get out of here. Right. And uh, the the fact that he's playing a Blackbeard at the end of his, like, career, and not in, like, time being a pirate, but in, like, aspiration, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I want, I want excitement in my life. Yeah. I, all I do is go around and pillage and murder. I want something more fun. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, you know, my days of cutting people's toes off and making them eat it, those are over. <laughs> But, but, you know, sometimes you just, at one point, Al, you become numb and you need something, you need something to reignite that fire within. And that's what Steed Bonnet does. Yeah. Strangely enough. Yes, because Blackbeard, despite having conquered the, the rough and tumble life, is very foreign to the lavishness of a fancy man. <laughs> yeah, so in, in the little bit of a backstory we get from him, he grew up very poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, he is, you know, rubbing this beautiful, very expensive red silk between his fingers. And he's like, why don't we have this? And his mom's like, well, we're just, we're not those people. We will never be those people. God made us, you know, peasants <laughs> and so peasants we both stay or whatever and he's just like nah nah <laughs> gonna become a pirate now um, uh. so when he does see all of steed's lavish uh gowns or robes i suppose 
He is ecstatic. <laughs> he thinks Steed is the craziest person he's ever met. The the silliest pirate, but also, you know, he's something new. N- nobody's ever tried to be a gentleman pirate. Yeah. And so he's very excited. <laughs> no one's ever been dumb enough to put a fireplace on a boat with yeah. a, <laughs> he's surrounded like, by paper. He does say, you're a maniac. I love it. <laughs> like, it's... it's so good. You have to you have to really watch it to understand the chemistry between Reese Darby and Taika Waititi because it's so good. Mm-hmm. And Reese Darby, I'm so sorry for considering uh, for thinking that you were Mike Myers. Mike Myers comes nowhere near how cool. Listen, <laughs> Reese Darby is. I don't actually know what he looks like. I Mike have a Myers. Memory. He's Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin Powers kind of looks like him. Kind of look like Austin looks, Powers. Looks like Reese Darby. <laughs> Looks like he looks a little bit like Austin Powers. Are you saying that because they're both... Uh, no, actually, I think Reese Darby might be from, like, New Zealand. I think he is from New Zealand. Yeah, I was, about to, I was about to insult him and say they're both British. I don't even think Mike Myers is British. I think it's a fake accent, yeah. I think Mike Myers is fake. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all just... It's a lie. It's a, it's a group hallucination. <laughs> he is a lie. <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> believe it uh but no you're you're right <laughs> shrek is a fever dream we all had uh you know who was originally gonna play shrek who uh the real uh, he was fam- he was famous for being the fat guy actor. oh um i know who you mean chris farley yeah he was gonna play shrek he played he voiced shrek for a good chunk of the movie it was like over 50 percent done and then he died that would have been so good <laughs> it would have been interesting they should release it <laughs> after the movie <laughs> yes <laughs> why not uh but no you're right they the the two of them in the weirdest way i think it's because they're both new zealanders so maybe they have some sort of cultural background together <laughs> oh my god you sound <laughs> great right now <laughs> i'm goofing but no like they have a strange they do like, have a chemistry yeah it's great i mean maybe it's because they're both kind of weird yeah. Because Reese Darby, he had a podcast that was just about aliens and about, you know, the weird happenings. And I loved it. <laughs> I ah, maple, my legs. <laughs> oh, cats. <laughs> anyway, I, I really liked it. <laughs> I really liked his podcast. Um, It was, I think it was like Aliens Like Us or... Some something along those lines, um, but it stopped. And every every month, I was like, "Is there a new episode?" <laughs> and there never was. And now, maybe I know why. Maybe he was working on "Our Flag Means Death," which is a, a very great accomplishment of his, and I appreciate it that he did it. Um, but I mean, that's weird enough that he was interested enough in aliens to Start make a podcast about it. Um, and then Taika Waititi. Well, he's just weird. He's just weird. A very open man, it seems. Yeah. Which is cool. No, I, I, everything he's ever said and done publicly uh, gives off the air of a man who's like, I know what is right and wrong in mm-hmm. my life. I'm just going to let that be. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I don't worry about anybody else. He has a very large pee pee energy. <laughs> big pee pee energy. <laughs> He does. Even even though you know he's playing Blackbeard and he's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to be appropriate here, Ali. Also, I don't want to say it. That's fair. But <laughs> I guess we're now a PG thirteen podcast. Um, or how about when I'm about to say it, you say it, and I'll just mouth it like it's me. Okay. <laughs> um. 
Um, but, you know, as Blackbeard, you kind of have to have that big cock <laughs> energy. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think that's what I want. That sounded exactly like me. <laughs> you did a very good impression. <laughs> but, but you're right. You do need that big dick energy yeah. to be this, like, legendary character. Because Blackbeard is... Uh, so, at this point, a legend, you know? Mm-hmm. And he plays it off so well because, like, one, it's not the Blackbeard you expect. Mm-hmm. It's not the the actual swaggering, like... Well, he does start off that way. He does, but, like, it's... Even early on, it seems like he's, like, playing the role mm-hmm. of Blackbeard as mm-hmm. Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, well, I'm, I'm Blackbeard. I'm on the clock. Gotta be Blackbeard now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. It's... It, he does an incredible job of really presenting the character in this stage of their life right away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a comedy show. Um, very silly. Very goofy. Um, I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you can tell what rating I will give it. But... Um, 69. He... <laughs> it, it's also really sad in some parts. Um now, when it comes to Steed Bonnet's life, the played by Reese Darby, his life doesn't really get that sad. Like, it's, yeah, it sucks that he was in an arranged marriage and uh, it wasn't really that fulfilling and blah, 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 whatever. But <sighs> the romance. <laughs> the romance I was not expecting is actually was very heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um near the end of this season, I was actually genuinely very upset. <laughs> and I was like, this is ridiculous. This is a, you know, a, a, a comedy pirate show about two middle-aged men falling in love. And I am heartbroken. <laughs> but well, they play it off so well. They do. They, Like I said, they have great chemistry together. And the, the relationship build... It takes the majority of the season. Like, it mm-hmm. is gradual and evident. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, we, we talked about it the other day in the in the Batman review or whatever, where it was just like, all right, well, they they're, they met each other, now they're in love. Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> Whereas this was someone is fascinated by another person's, you know, personality. It's uh-huh. like, you're interesting. I want to know what the fuck is going on here. And then... Each time that they learn more, they're like, okay, that's also interesting. So is that. And they continue to build until they're like, I'm in love. Yeah, it's, it's instead of like a oh, sudden love at first sight, hey, vengeance. It's like a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, a slow, gradual build, which I feel like happens a lot in like in real life. You know, like you, when you meet someone and you start dating them, you like them. And then you fall in love, you know? And not a lot of times does somebody walk in the room and you're like, oh my god, I'm in love. Like, yeah, yeah you, you might be horny for them, but you're not immediately in love with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, really, it was really nice to see. You don't see, well, at least I don't see, uh, a lot of this d- dynamic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever there is uh, a couple on TV, there is attractive like, on, on CW, they only have attractive people. Oh, yeah. You have to meet a minimum level of, of attractiveness to get on that Exactly. Channel. And I'm not saying Taika or Reese are unattractive by any means. Reese is handsome. He's, I don't think he's, like, stereotypically, you know, 
uh, sexy or hot in he's the way society says. Yeah. But he is very handsome. Um, and Taika, well, I think he's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. Yes. I think he is very attractive. Um, <laughs> Reese Darby is not Brad Pitt. Yes. But there are scenes in which, you know, when he's not, doesn't have the ridiculous hair and all this stuff, like he, he can look rather yes. uh, good. But it's just, it's not a Hollywood man. Yeah, it's also the way that the gentleman pirate is portrayed. That yes. just makes him look a little silly, and it's hard to take him more seriously. Mm-hmm. But not only are they not, like, stereotypically, you know, Brad Pitt good looks, they're also older. Mm-hmm. They're not in their 20s or their 30s. They're probably in their late forties. Yeah, <laughs> like they're they're older men, and they're falling in love. And I think that's really heartwarming. You don't see a lot of that. It's always younger people, younger people. I mean, nowadays they're getting more progressive with being gay as well. But a lot of times it's straight young people who are falling in love. And I just thought it was really cute. <laughs> it was so cute that it was two older guys. I'm I'm always excited to see a couple of old queers in the TV. <laughs> couple of old queers. Yep. Um, but it, yeah, it's great. And there is also more than one homosexual relationship on this show. <laughs> so if you're not into, you know, being gay or seeing gay, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Probably isn't a great show for you. This isn't um, a good podcast for you. What are you even doing here? Yeah. Well, actually, maybe it is. Maybe you are trying to learn and grow, and that's awesome. Then uh, watch the show, and then maybe you'll realize, hey, I like this. Yeah. Um, love is love. And if you're really struggling, you really want to try immersion therapy, go full gay. <laughs> Immerse yourself in the community. That's actually not a bad idea. Like if I, I you're, meant immerse yourself in dick, but the community I mean, also is a better that idea. That is, you know, I feel like if you immerse yourself in the community, you will eventually <laughs> <laughs> immerse yourself in uh, other things. I mean, it depends on what day you go to the bar, but yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, do you have anything to say about the show? I do. Uh, so I've been kind of interrupting you and talking, so. Well. Yeah, I was gonna. You know, talk. it's a <laughs> it's a really great show, and I think a lot of people should watch it. You know, I, I have um, a problem with women. It's very good, <laughs> and I think <laughs> we for the for quick context, we just listened to a podcast where someone was interviewing an actual human incel. Yes, a, 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 a human incel, <laughs> not the the alien kind. Listen, I um, don't. It's hard to believe that they're <laughs> actual people. Um, there's a podcast called Other People's Lives. You should really go listen to it. It's a very good. Uh, yeah, it was very difficult to listen to this one. Because it's interesting to see other points of view and see what other people are going through and, like, why people think certain ways. But this guy, he was, he, I know this is a little off subject, but he literally said women could smell, <laughs> they could, they could smell if you were... Uh, a virgin or not, or whether you were experienced, and I, I had to ask Ollie. I had to ask you, like, does he actually think like pheromones? Like, does he think it's an actual smell? Like, I can walk into a room and I can just sniff out because I can't smell it at all. I at all. So, 
He maybe will, it's just me, but he, maybe other women can actually smell the pheromones on men and say they're a virgin. He 100% believes that. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind that he does not even doubt yeah. that this is a possible. He, he, he was very alpha, and the the whole time, the whole time I listened to it, I thought to myself, maybe if you talked less, <laughs> you might get laid. If you weren't so creepy and weird. You know who's actually an alpha? Blackbeard. <laughs> Truth. Segway back into <laughs> what we're talking about. Uh, well, what I, will, I uh, to be fair, I will, uh, the reason I brought it up is because you kept emasculating me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, <laughs> uh, I just emit big titty energy. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said titty. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but no, uh, yes, things that I do want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, m- one of the things that always draws me into any movie, show, game, anything, really, is when the characters are not, they don't have to be like extremely fleshed out. They could be kind of an enigma, whatever, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. But when they have a, a spark to them, some sort of, maybe it's the writing is just really good with their with their dialogue, or maybe it's just something about them is unique or fun. To the to the point where I'm immediately drawn in, and so many of the characters in this mm-hmm. have that spark. They of really life. do. Like they have they have Jim, who is undercover and getting revenge. They have a bard. They have a man who sings naked at night and befriends seagulls. They have. He doesn't just befriend them. He literally talks to them. <laughs> he does literally talk to them. Um, they have. Oh my God! They have a. Uh, a scribe? What do you, a scribe uh, who's very flamboyant, um, who is also in love with the, uh, what do you call it when somebody is always lying? Do you know what I mean? The Usopp? I don't know. It's, it's, like, it's like a condition. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, he's, they're, he's boning the liar. And like, it's, there's so many, even like the guy who lies all the time, it's just in a goofy way. Because he's like, oh yeah, I know Blackbeard. I've been on his crew before. I've seen him do a lot of stuff. And it's like, <laughs> he lies about the silliest things. Mm-hmm. They have a Swede who's losing his teeth. I don't even know what that means, really, to be a Swede, other than he's from Sweden. Yeah, he's from Sweden. That, that's his, it was his whole character, but somehow... That was his whole character. But he was somehow amazing. <laughs> there was a scene where he does, like, operatic singing just because he wants to <laughs> during a, 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 an invasion. Yeah. And it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. He has a voice of an angel, they say. Uh, oh my gosh, this show does so many things. I don't understand. It shouldn't be good, mm-hmm. but it is. It's so good. It's so funny. Every episode made me laugh so much. <laughs> it, it really was a, a, a gaggle of hoots and hollers. Uh, also, my favorite character. Yes. Uh, I, honestly, I don't remember his name. Uh, is Jim's boyfriend. Yes. Um, It starts with an O. Yes, uh, Jim's boyfriend, Oluwande. Oluwande. Yes, because all, <clears throat> all the other characters, they have a very distinct, like, this is what they're about. They're this quirky guy who's the bard, they're the, the cook who's fucking insane, they're mm-hmm. whatever. He's 
extremely normal. Yeah. And that's why he stands out. <laughs> so much. That's why and he stands out in the crew. Everything about him is so gentle and kind. And it's like, why the fuck are you a pirate? <laughs> yeah. And he says it's because, you know, it was the only way for him to survive. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Which they but. do kind of, you know, get into a little bit. Uh, a number of times there's some uh, rather inflammatory racial remarks from yes. the British. Uh, which they do get their comeuppance rather quickly. It's always pretty good. Yeah, whenever whenever they're around the crew, they're like, "Oh, you're, you know, your men or your crew." They listen so well talking about the ones who are not white, and it's like, "Ooh, yes, this is a pirate show." I have to remember the era in which <laughs> pirates were alive. Um, uh, but no, it's but they play them. They take all their money in that new pyramid scheme. <laughs> Um, very good, very good. Uh, what a good gag, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's everything that I wanted to bring up, really, because uh, I think now it's time to do our little breakdown and rating. Mm-hmm. Vibe. Vibe? Absolutely extraordinary. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing about it that, like, skeeves me out. There's nothing about it that made me angry or, like, weirded out, I guess. Um, it's all, it's a very wholesome, very, uh, funny show that's also, like, even though it's about pirates, it's not, like, trying to be cool or serious. I don't know, it's it's got a very positive vibe to it. (laughs) Because it's also very accepting of, of the gay crew members and of all lifestyles and, like, even when... They find out that Jim isn't particularly a man. They worry about it a minute because they're superstitious and believe that cats can steal your breath and are evil. But well, I mean that is true. The cats are demons. <laughs> they are. They have been placed on this earth by the devils yeah. <laughs> to consume us. But they are very positive. Yeah, like, when it comes to women, when it comes to gays, when it comes to piracy, <laughs> they're very positive, and uh, I like it. So good vibe, a plus. Hell yeah, uh, that's a, not a number. Oh. Vibe one being disgusting, and I don't want to watch it at all. Yeah, one ten, being Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> ten being uh, absolutely love it, and will watch it a thousand times, like New Girl. Um, what a good vibe. What a good vibe. I love New Girl. Um, does have some things that we could talk about. It does have... It could have more gays. Oh, it could have a lot more it gays. It could have more gays and more not white people. But, yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? Um, I still love New Girl. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an 8. Hell yeah. Because I would watch it again. Oh. I don't know if it's rewatchable. Like, you know... New Girl is where you just turn it on in the background and just watch it over and over again and, like, <laughs> laugh at things every now and then. See, that's the thing. Because I think this show, uh, maybe there's more to do with the, with the purpose, you know, with how it does what it wants, it, the story it wants to tell. But, like, this is a romance. Mm-hmm. And it's a very deliberate, slow-build romance. Yeah. Whereas uh, New Girl, it's a sitcom. And, yeah, there's romance in it, but I don't give a fuck who's dating who at what time. 
Because, like, I'll jump in on any episode, like, oh, are they together yet? No, who cares? Yeah. They're still going to act almost exactly the same. Yeah, that's true. Um, And, you know, when we went into this show, I was expecting something silly. Um, And I was expecting people to ship uh, couples, like, put them together, have favorite couples and whatever. But I, honest to God, was not expecting... Actual. <laughs> actual. Well... I was expecting a little bit of gay, just because there it's a comedy and there's it's just a pirate pirate ship full of men. Pirates are historically exceptionally gay. <laughs> However, I was not expecting one of the main plots to be a love story involving Blackbeard. <laughs> yeah. Um, pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, uh, yes. I'm gonna give this for vibe because. Everyone should know at this point. I'm a big One Piece guy. So <laughs> you're gonna give it a ten, huh? So goofy. So gay, goofy, and pirates. Gay, goofy, pirates. That's literally my whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna give it a ten because you know sometimes you you don't know why, but some things just doesn't feel perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it a nine because it was damn good, and it is so much my thing. <laughs> if somebody were to describe you, if somebody asked, hey. Can you describe Ollie for me? I'm just going to tell them <laughs> gay, goofy pirate. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> People could just describe me as a gay, goofy pirate. And I want to know what they picture in their head <laughs> when they think that. <laughs> uh, all right. Skill rating. Yes. This is, you know, regarding the writing, the acting. Uh, I give it a 10. It was damn good. Yeah, because the, you know, it, it could have gotten campy and it could have gotten cheesy or it could have gone you know try to make it too serious in some spots but they really had a good balance of keeping it keep keeping that flow of funny to kind of serious um and the actors like they had great chemistry all of them and you a lot of times you don't find that you know where everyone in the cast just seems like they fit so well together but in this one every single character and every single actor seemed like they were meant to be that part. Like, they fit that part so well. Um, and the writing... Yeah, it, it, like I said earlier, I think it really just goes into what I said. Like, it just flows really nice. And it's... Like, the plot is not super important, honestly. Like, there's not really, like, a huge, deep plot of anything other than, like slice of life of pirate thing yeah. um but it still feels like things are happening so mm-hmm. yeah uh so 10 for you yeah and i'm gonna go ahead and say also 10 honestly for for skill because the writing is on point the there is so little time between uh <clears throat> between lines that are critical and fun that it's a constantly going from one person you know saying a punchline another person immediately jumping into plot progression mm-hmm. and another punchline plot progression and just keeps going back and forth and it's so good so consistent and obviously that's enforced by the fucking acting which is yeah. amazing everyone everyone knew who they were gonna be and they went <laughs> all in they really did it's perfect 
Uh, and the thing is, like, when you combine these two, you know, writing and a- and the actual skill of an actor, you get characters like uh, Mr. McAlyer or whatever, who initially, and to this day, sucks. <laughs> like, he is uh, almost completely unlikable person. But you still kind of like him in a weird way. Yeah, and like, when he and the, the, the scribe, Lucius, thank you, uh, first got together, it was like, Lucius, you can do better than this guy. Come on. But even then, they, like, had some scenes, and there were, I think, background scenes that were so damn cute. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with the relationship, but that guy still sucks. <laughs> yeah. At one point, Lucius gets his, uh, his finger gets infected, and it has to come off. And uh, this, this man who kind of sucks, and he's been kind of eh, the least favorite character on the crew, really, honestly, so far whittles him a finger mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like well i know it's silly it's nothing you don't really have to use it if you don't want to i just thought you might need it and he's like trying to be so thoughtful and sweet and it's like oh man i, I really thought i didn't like you but you're 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 worming your way <laughs> you're really whittling your way into my heart mm-hmm. and honestly it's so rare to see a, a show that has good writing and good acting just go so well together because sometimes you have surprisingly good actors in just the trashiest of shows yes and yeah. it's weird yeah i mean every actor has that show or that movie that really just flopped yeah so. just uh, edward Ed- <laughs> twilight that poor those poor saps bad bad movie they're not bad actors. No. Uh, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart are actually very good actors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, though she also was in Snow White and that was really bad too. Yeah. I well, don't, I think I like Kristen Stewart a lot. Not good at a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> not, not good at the British accent. Uh, so. But yeah, it, it's, it is a, a, a surprise and a wonderful moment when both these things are just not good, but on par mm-hmm. with each other. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 to. Now, last one. Purpose. Do you think that... What it would what would you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of how well it did what it wanted to do? It set out to tell a love story. Oh, 10. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, it was realistic in how they fell in love. And how they realize their love, it weirdly enough was easier for Blackbeard to to get there. Um, Steed really just thought it was more of a friendship love until he went back home and he asked his wife, like, "How does it feel to be in love?" Because she had thought he was dead and so had found a new lover. And she was like, you know, it's it's easy. It's we laugh all the time. We pass the time so well together. Like she's she's listing off all these things, and he's just thinking of, he's thinking of all the things that Blackbeard has done that fit those boxes. And he's like, yeah, I I'm in love. And she's like, oh, what's her name? And he just says his name is Ed. And then she hugs him when in Victorian England. I feel like <clears throat> your wife would have normally thrown a fit and fainted or something but i don't know this show is so good and it i don't know it's so heartwarming and the romance is 
it really builds up, like Ali said. It builds up in a way where it's like, oh my god, are they gonna, oh, they love each other, right? And, <laughs> and they do kiss. And when they kissed, I was so happy and so excited. And it wasn't even like, you know, like, ooh, kind of sexy way. I was just like genuinely so happy for them because they were so cute. And Blackbeard is so cute and he loved him so much. <laughs> and then the last episode happened, which it kind of leaves it on a cliffhanger, obviously, because they're hoping for a second season. And I'm hoping for a second season. Anyway, yeah. point is 10. For sure. 10. <laughs> you know, the, the ridiculous thing about this is it's not even the only love story in this fucking show. And no. the other one is also very good. Yeah. We just watched and... There's three love stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's four love stories. God, there's so much love. There is uh, Steed and Blackbeard. Yes. Uh, Liar and Lucius. Yes. The Yes. And then there's Jim and Oluwande. And then... <laughs> I believe his name is, uh, what was that, what was that, what was that, uh, seagull's name? Oh, uh, the seagull? Yeah. Oh, God, Carl? Carl. Carl and Olivia? Carl and Olivia, the seagulls. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds ridiculous, but it's so funny and so good. And it fits in with, like, the weird little gag it is. It's great. Mm. So, yeah. Not only did it create one love story across an entire season that built up slow and was deliberate and just good, mm-hmm. it built up at least three or more <laughs> yeah. actual well, love stories. Well, the Carl and Olivia was not really built up. No, but it... it just kind of happened. But it had a bit of passion in it. It did have a bit of passion. <laughs> so, especially when she got her revenge. <laughs> Which you should, I'm not going to give a spoiler for that one. You should really watch it if you want to see Olivia's Revenge. You should. Um, uh, but yes, I also yeah. gave it a 10. So, aggregated our scores, did the math. It's a very simple math, but I did it. Yeah. And the, we gave it a 9.5 total I score. I think that's pretty good. Hell yeah. Honestly, I give it a 10. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I also like the fact that they, so, Jim... Uh, I believe their give their their birth name was like. Sorry, it was a B. It was pretty long, like Ben Lavida or something. Yeah, um, another one of those like jokey Spanish names in which they are out to get revenge. Yes, but she or they dress up, disguise themselves as a man, so they can get on the ship and leave. But when they are found out, they ask them, "Well, are you a man?" And they're like, "Hmm." And they're like, well, okay, well, are you a woman? And they're like, nah, I don't know. So, I don't know. I kind of also like that they uh, made it so Jim has this area where they can be non-binary or non, non-gender conforming. And uh, instead of just being, oh, it's just a lady who was trying not to get caught, you know? And aside from the very first time that, you know, Jim's discovered as uh, having tatas, uh, and the crew was like, that's bad luck. Mm-hmm. Titties bring curses or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that moment and the moment where they bring up explicitly their gender for like a brief second, it is never talked about again. Like it's just, nope, nope that's just what they are. Okay, that moving on. That just is Jim now. And, and I don't think they say he or she. They just say Jim. Uh, yeah, the majority of the time I think the only pronoun I heard them mention is they. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool because in real life they're uh, they. Nice. They're them. So... That uh, could be possibly why they made Jim the way they made him. 
like that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, all around damn good show. You should watch it. Yeah. Uh, we are excited for season two. I know that people on Twitter were going crazy <laughs> asking for a season two. It's so good. And I don't know. Last time I tried to watch a pirate show, it was probably Black Flags. And it just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It did not keep me. Um, last time I tried to watch a pirate show, it was One Piece. Well, yes. But I mean <laughs> a live action. I don't mean a nerdy anime. Um yeah, you're right. I said it. <laughs> I said it. You're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very good, and I like it very, very much. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10, would recommend. Technically, I'm And whatever we say is right. Exactly. So you must always listen to us. And, since and you listen ha- to nobody else, not even your own opinions. Mm-hmm. And since you must listen to us, remember to like, subscribe, or whatever the fuck else people do. I don't actually know much about the internet. Because <laughs> uh, you're an old man. I'm an old man. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and oh, hit the bell. I hate that. I hate myself. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we should call it. Um, also, there. <laughs> if you check out the channel, there are... Uh, Weekly, I believe, weekly updates of other uh, video series. Uh, yes, uh, you that you are involved in. Yeah, the, there's two other uh, Heroes of Hysteria. Yes, Heroes of Hysteria, Sansi Saga is what we're yes. calling it. Uh, it's uh, premiering on April twentieth, uh, and uh, it's going to be every other Wednesday. And Tales from Terra is every other other Wednesday, so that every week something comes out, but they're alternating. Yes. Heroes of Hysteria is regular D&D. D&D 5E, for Tabletop sure. role-playing game that you can watch and enjoy the story as it unfolds. Um, Tales from Terra is Ollie's game that he created and is DMing. Yes, indeed he do. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> I play in the other one, and it's a lot of fun, so I'm excited to share with everybody. Only a few more days left until it comes out. All right, that's enough for <laughs> also, us. Also, well, there's not. One more oh. thing. If you want to play that game that Ali has made, you should head on over to itch.io, uh, Delta Cryptid Productions, and uh, you will find Terra Magia, and you can play it in its beta form. Indeed. Baby, you're so good at this. Thank you so much. Well, that's because you gotta get the word out there. You gotta tell people about it if you want them to know about it. You're right. Um, so yeah, if you like the content you get from Tales from Terra, you can go play the freaking game yourself. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now that's everything. Thank you so much for watching, and thank you, baby, for remembering all those things. See you next time. Bye.